Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating, episode number 77. So our topic today, we're going to be talking about thoroughly enjoying cooking. But first, I have to share the best bite that I have with you this week. So on Sunday, I um, slow cooked a, a lamb shoulder with tomato and some spices, so kind of a Middle Eastern vibe, so cinnamon and paprika and some maple syrup just to give it that touch of sweetness. And so slow cooked it till it was all melting and beautiful and then served it with some roast halloumi, actually. So rather than pan frying it, just cooked it in the oven really quickly and some lemon. So it had that like the rich lamb, like salty halloumi lemon with a fresh green salad. It was just the business. <laughs> and then the meal got even better because we had ice cream as well. So I uh, made a a truffle ice cream probably about a month ago. So I'm I'm still eating the truffle ice cream, which I absolutely love, like using local black truffles. And then I made a, um, the boys had requested vanilla ice cream with uh, digestive biscuits in it, like cookies and white chocolate. And they were very happy with that. So it was a very good meal. So plan for today is we're going to talk about, just thought I'd share like the story behind this episode, what inspired me to record it. And then we'll talk about why enjoying cooking matters, like why it makes a difference. And then we'll talk about like just some practical tips to get you on how to start small. And then I'm going to share with you Sally's story and we'll actually hear from Sally herself. So Sally's one of my students in the first group of Joyful Cooking. So um, she recorded something for us. So that's going to be fun. Okay, so the story behind this, yeah, it's basically like Sally recorded this video for me about her experience with joyful cooking, and I was just like, oh wow, I have to like share share this with with other people, like because it was just it made me so happy to hear how she'd like really radically changed her relationship with cooking, basically. But I won't spoil it, spoil the surprise. Like I'll let Sally tell you in her own words. But that inspired me, and it just got me thinking about like this idea of enjoying cooking and why does enjoying cooking matter. And really, like, I don't know if you you remember there was a movie in a book I read years ago, like Water for Chocolate, and it's a movie about this girl and she was in love with someone that she couldn't marry or something. And so her emotions came out in the food, like she was a good good cook. And so when she was sad, her tears went into the food and um, everyone could taste it. And when she was happy, like there was rose petals and stuff, I can't remember. But yeah, like I, I really believe that you can taste the emotions that go into cooking. So if something's made with resentment and like someone really not wanting to do it, of course it doesn't taste great. Whereas if something's made with joy and um, or even just like, you know, curiosity, like something, something's made with love, like it always tastes, it always tastes better. And Actually, my first book, print book that I wrote was called And the Love is Free, which was a cookbook of my mom's recipes, because I really believe that this, like you can really, is definitely something to this. Like the food tastes better when the person preparing it is feeling better about the act of cooking. Like it, it sounds a bit you know, woo-woo, but I, I like I, it really is true. Also like, you know, life's too short. Like we're eating three meals a day. Like, do you really want to be spending like that time in resentment and, and not enjoying it? Because like, it's actually a choice. Like you can choose to to see it in a different way. 
And I, I like it. I think the other thing is like we are cooking three meals a day, and like it, we're actually missing out on the big opportunity for fun and self-expression and creativity when we're just doing it like just because you have to, like in that frame of mind. And of course, like if you enjoy something, you want to do it more. So the more you enjoy it, the more you're going to actually want to cook, and then you're actually going to be like eating out less or ordering takeout less and making better choices. And so it's going to like have that spiral of goodness. And I see that in my students all the time. Like someone posted in the group this week that she um, got takeaway for the first time in like you know a couple of weeks, and she was like, I couldn't believe how expensive it was. Couldn't believe how salty it was and it was too garlicky. And she was like, I kind of like missed my own cookie. And so she's now was, you know, looking forward to getting back into cooking the next night. So, you know, it really, just apart from the enjoyment thing, like just from a practical standpoint, like it does save you money and it's so, so good. So that's why it matters. So how do you go about changing your relationship with cooking? So the thing is that like with any change, like it's, I think the best approach for most people is to just start small. And the first thing is just to realize like you don't actually have to do this. Yeah, you can save money and yeah, you generally if you cook something for yourself, it's going to be better for you than bought options. But in reality, there's so many convenient options that we have in order to get food, like in terms of like pre-prepared stuff, in terms of delivery, in terms of takeout, going out to restaurants. And you can actually eat pretty well without ever learning to cook. And so it actually is, you do have a choice, I think. And when you approach it from, I don't have to do this, I actually am choosing to do this, that subtle shift of the motivation behind it is enough to start changing your thoughts about it. So when you like actually sit down and go, you know what, I don't have to do this, but I there's some part of me that wants to, that's a very different energy. And then that opens you up to, okay, well, so if I want to do this, like, could it be possible <laughs> that I might actually be able to get to a place where it's not such a chore, where I, I can actually find something to enjoy about it. And so I think the next step is like once you've realized that you actually don't have to, like it is a choice, like on some level you do want to do this, then choosing conscious thoughts. So just being mindful of the thoughts that you're having around cooking. And when you hear yourself thinking or saying, you know, I don't want to do this, this is not fair, like fair, this is a chore, just catching those and redirecting them. So choosing to think thoughts on purpose about cooking that are going to make you feel a bit more empowered. So even just the simple of like, it's possible for me to change my relationship with cooking or it's possible for me to enjoy cooking or it's possible to me for me to see this differently. Even like I want to enjoy this, like just tuning into that desire of actually, you know what, I, it would be better for me if I was enjoying this. I, I do want to do this. So choosing a thought that's going to help you feel a bit more positive about cooking. The next thing to do is to like really is to look at building your skills because usually like if someone doesn't enjoy an activity, it's usually because we don't feel confident and we don't feel good at it. You know, if you think about anything that you're really good at in life, you enjoy doing that. So that if you're not enjoying cooking, it, it's often because you just don't feel that confidence and you don't have some basic skills in place that help you feel it. And actually with cooking, like it may seem complicated, but it's actually only two skills you really need to make food taste good. The first skill is like learning how to season. So that's learning how to adjust the the salt and acid. And there's actually a whole heap of things that we can use, tools that we can use to season food. And 
seasoning is actually just, it just means making the food taste better. (laughs) And actually I've got an episode on how to season to taste. I'll link to that in the show notes. It was, I can't remember what number it was. Um, So if you want to get started with learning that skill, definitely check out that episode. And then the other skill that I teach people is learning muscle, what I call muscle memory meals. So it's having a repertoire of things that you can make that you just know off by heart, that you can just walk into the kitchen and go, right, I'm going to to make a curry or yeah, right, I'm going to make a slow cooker dish, like whatever it is, or I'm going to make pizza. Um, Having a repertoire of these muscle memory meals you can go to. So you don't have to go and look up a recipe and do all the things. Like that's really the, the other skill that makes cooking fun and makes it easy and it takes all this pressure off. Um, and that's exactly what I teach you in my class, Joyful Cooking in 90 Days. And those two skills are, are what we focus on and that makes all the difference to people. And if you want to hear a story, let Sally tell you now about her experience of learning those and going in, in Joyful Cooking and how that changed her relationship with cooking. Hi, I just wanted to say I am so thankful I did uh, Jules's course, Joyful Cooking, because it has absolutely made the world of difference to my enjoyment of cooking. Uh, the things I've learned have been so useful and I used to cook a lot because I had to for a family of five of us. It wasn't always great and um, I have learnt all the tips and tricks that really just make a meal great and I thoroughly enjoy cooking now. The family have commented from day one of the improvements in taste and texture and I'm just so excited to be able to encourage anyone really to do this course with Jules. She, her manner is lovely, she's so supportive and the information is really easy to absorb. It's broken down really simply and I am just so grateful that I did it. So thank you Jules. Um, if you're thinking about doing the course, I highly, highly recommend it. So if you'd like to be like Sally and go from cooking because you have to and the results not always being great to actually having fun in the kitchen and getting compliments from your family like Sally, first of all, just know that like it is possible for you to change. You just need to learn these two essential skills of seasoning and muscle memory meals. And I would absolutely love to be your teacher. So Join me in Joyful Cooking in 90 Days. It's my group coaching program where I help you feel excited about making dinner. For more details about the next enrollment, see the link in the show notes or go to my website, which is thestonesoup.com and um, click on the Joyful Cooking tab. It's super, super fun and I would love to welcome you in. Okay, have a beautiful week and I will catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes, so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.